everybody. Welcome to the Save Point Podcast. This is episode 10. Uh, I am your host, it's Dan, and I am joined by my co-host, Steve. Hey, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? <laughs> yeah, that was your cue. <laughs> uh, and this is, like I said, this is episode 10. Uh, we're coming out of Gamescom, which we covered last week. Yeah. Um, so today, I think what we're going to cover is uh, what, we're, what we've been playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a big, big reveal of Cyberpunk 2077, a huge trailer. Oh, yes. So we're going to get our impressions for that. Um, and then we kind of have a little bit of a fun thing since, uh, Spider-Man is, as the time of recording right now, going to be released in, uh, 10 days and some hours. Wow. Um, which I'm, as everybody knows, I'm really looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, which will be streamed. I will be streaming that night, uh, Thursday night, Friday morning when it releases on uh, the Save Point Podcast Twitch channel. Just search the Save Point Podcast. Uh, but I will be playing that when it gets released. Did, did you take so, a day off for that? Speaking of playing, did, did you I take it? Did take a day you did off take a day off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's I awesome. really did. You know, I I really did take a day off for that. That's amazing. I, you know, I don't I don't work a, a, a typical job anymore. I'm a stay at home dad, but I I never got the opportunity to have a video game come out when I was still working at an office to take a day off for it. Um, I, I did have like I'd weekends I would set aside or I tell my wife, Hey, when I get home, you know, I'm playing until two in the morning and then going to work the next day, but I'd never actually got the chance to take a day off just for a video game. I'm kind of bummed. I never did that. It's, it's kind of funny because everybody at my job knows I'm a gamer. I mean, in fact, in my office, I have video game esque things around. Mm-hmm. So when I said, Hey, I needed this day off. Uh, the one, my, the, my one secretary or whoever you want to call her, um, office manager, she goes, Oh, she goes, Oh, for a game. And <laughs> the one guy goes, no, it's a Friday. It's not a Tuesday. You know, cause I just, everybody, you know, yeah. just for me talking about it, say that games get released on Tuesdays. Uh, I'm like, no, this is for a game. And they're like, Oh, which one is this one? And I'm like, Oh, Spider-Man. The guy's like, aren't there like 800 Spider-Man games? And I'm like, yes, but this one's the best. <laughs> so <laughs> that's amazing. So, Oh boy. So yeah, so I'm actually taking, I'm taking the day off so I can play Spider-Man and I can stream it for you on Twitch. So check it out. Amazing. So, but speaking of of games that we want to play, what about games that we have been playing? So, Steve, what have you been playing since we last recorded? Oh, you know, nothing new, unfortunately. I have um, downloaded a few from the Xbox, uh, what's it called? The um, game thing that I'm spending. Game Pass. Pa- game Pass, yes, thank you. The, the Xbox Game Pass. Game Pass. Um, you know, they released new stuff on there, and so I'm checking that out. And I talked last week about graveyard keeper unfortunately i have not been able to play any more of that totally bummed i did download and i'm ready to play um metro 20 blah 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 like remastered whatever that is 2020 or something 20, yeah 20 yeah. i don't know 2099 i was never I able know. to get into the metros i never got it i never had but. a chance to give it a chance so i was gonna give it a chance um so it's it, that's downloaded i haven't played it yet it's on my xbox it's waiting for me have not played it yet uh, I was able to play a little bit more RimWorld, which um, the there was just another release. Now, I thought RimWorld was out. It was a 1.0 now, but it's not. This release was supposed to be. It was on beta 18, or I've been playing it on beta 18. And then last night or two nights ago, something like some sometime around there, he released beta 19, which was supposed to be the 1.0 with a bunch of changes, bunch of updates, artwork updates, um, added things to the game, tweaked mm-hmm. stuff, the whole, the whole nine yards. And he put out a blog post talking about the, um, the, the 9090, what do they call the 9090 scenario? It's, it has a different name, but it's, you, it takes mm-hmm. 90% of the time to do 90% of the work. And then the last 10% of your time takes another 90% of your time. It's, you know, like the last 10% takes the longest is essentially what it, what it is. Okay. Um, and so he's trying to get it right. He's trying to make it perfect. So we figured one more beta, um, put it out there, let the gamers play it, get feedback, massage it one last time before it is like a 1.0 release. So I jumped in there, you know, I downloaded the beta 
and played a little bit more RimWorld. Unfortunately, it was from like 11.30 until 12.30 at night while I was holding my kid waiting for her to fall asleep because we're trying to like do sleep training now. And so as soon as she fall, she fell okay. asleep, I was like, all right, I've got to pick, I got it. She's in my arms. She fell asleep. Now I got to go up into my daughter's room and place her quietly into the crib and sneak out of there before the three-year-old wakes up. And, uh, and so th- this was at like 1130 ish. And I was, I had just booted up RimWorld and I was like, I'm going to play RimWorld for a little while. So I had kid in arm as my arms falling asleep, like now nah, a little bit more RimWorld. Let's see what's new. What's new. So that he added bridges, which I was like, I didn't know bridges weren't in the game already. That's, that's cool. Cause some of the, the lands that you settle have rivers in the middle, you know, running through the middle of them. And you can kind of go through the river mm-hmm. and walk through it and that kind of stuff. But now you can build these bridges over them and you can build buildings on top of the bridges. So it's more like it's not necessarily a bridge, but it is a like wooden platform over the water per se. So just another cool thing to mm-hmm. build in the game. Um, massage some of the en- enemy types gave more, um, more types to your, they call them pawns, but like your settlers. Um, like there was one, like, cause every time you, you roll a new game, you get all these like random people. You have to pick three of them. They'll have randomized stats, randomized backgrounds, randomized traits. All, it's all random, random, random. And so we added some new random bits in there. And like one of them was like underground dweller or something like that. So it's somebody who came from a past where they were only underground. And so they get bonuses for working in mines as opposed to being outside, that kind of thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, more rim world. Um, uh, oh, I play a little bit of no man's sky today. So there's that (laughs) as, uh, yeah. How'd how'd you like it? Or just kind of. It's it's good. I actually found a planet that didn't immediately try to kill me, which was wonderful. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I so I've been keeping keeping my finger on the pulse of No Man's Sky to see like what people are discovering. Um through uh through the subreddit, you'll see like the um screenshots and stuff of people that, that they take and a lot of people are like, "Oh, I found my mm-hmm. paradise world and it's all green, a nice blue ocean and, you know, white cl- fluffy clouds." And I'm like, "That's cool." But then they put coordinates with it like, "Here, here's where you can find it in 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 the universe." And I was like, "Well, coordinates, like there's no coordinate system. How does that work?" But there is a coordinate system. I just haven't gotten there yet in in my game. So there's like a oh, okay. st- a stargate-esque wheel of symbols that you can use to like warp to certain areas. Mm-hmm. And I haven't reached that or mm-hmm. seen that yet. And so I've got a couple of worlds, like they're, they're weird, um, glyphs, like they're glyph patterns. I've got those saved so that once I do get to that point, I want to go to those worlds because paradise world, right? Like, why not? So I've decided to put a little bit more yeah, time absolutely. into No Man's Sky, try to get there, but, um, played for about an hour oh, nice. and, uh, and that was that. So. Yep, that's that's been gaming for nice, me for the past nice. week. How about you? Um, actually, uh, I played a lot of Dead Cells. Um, I was actually extremely busy this weekend. Um, I really was uh, not home much at all. Oh, crazy! Um, and the stuff when I was home, I was kind of doing other stuff. So um, when I could, I did play some um, some Dragon Age Inquisition, nice. and I also played some more Dead Cells. And then today, I picked up. Um, I picked up the, the Monster Hunter Generations for the Switch. Okay. The one that originally came out on the 3DS, but then they re, re-released it on the Switch. Um, with the thought that you can transfer over your data, which I have to say, I think it's one of the stupidest things that I've ever seen any company ever do, period, um, <laughs> in the existence of any, any type of company. Oh no. Um, <laughs> why is that? So, so I have, so I have, um, and, and see if you can see this, but I know people can't see it. I have a 3DS here, mm-hmm. okay? Um, now, this is my wife's 3DS. Okay. I got rid of my 3DS because I have a Switch, mm-hmm. and my 3DS started sitting doing nothing for the longest time. Yep. So, And I didn't have really any games for it. So, well, what I did was I, I traded it in at a certain store, and when I got Monster Hunter... I took the SD card, okay, that has my game, my saved data on it, and they said that you can use your 3DS transfer, and you can transfer it over to your Switch, and you don't have to restart the whole game. Now, if you ever ever played a Monster Hunter, I don't know if you have or not. Uh, just, is just the, the latest one. one. Yeah. 
if if you would put in a uh, the the definition of a grindy or a grinding game, mm-hmm. you would see a picture of Monster Hunter, the sure. Monster Hunter logo, because it, it, that's all it is. It's hunting monsters, the same monster, same monster, same monster, to get better equipment, better armor, and go on um, to bigger and better monsters. So I go over and I do all of that. I put my SD card in there. It doesn't read it. And I'm thinking, now my wife is like, are you sure that's the right SD card? I'm like, yes, I know it's the right SD card. So I even put it into my computer and I looked on the file and it says Nintendo 3DS. And it even says, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I do that. I find out, oh, her Nintendo ID is still linked. I need to make sure my Nintendo ID is linked to the 3DS so I can do that. Okay. Okay? So I unlink hers and I try to link mine in and I get an error code that says my 3D my Nintendo ID is linked to another 3DS. You can only transfer over via from one 3DS to another. Uh. So I called Nintendo and I'm like <laughs> I'm like, you can't like I, I can't you can't take my name off of this 3DS. They're like, no, and I'm like that's so stupid. And they're like, <laughs> well, we can remotely take it off. I'm like, okay, we'll remotely take it off. And they're like, well, what are you trying to do? And I'm like, well, I'm trying to do this. And they're like, oh, you're trying to get games from a C- from an SD card? And I said, yeah. They're like, no, you can't do that. It's encrypted to that one 3DS. So even if you sign on with your Nintendo ID, it still won't read it because it's still encrypted to the old 3DS. Man, Nintendo I'm is like, the that worst. Is the dumbest thing in the world. So stupid. I mean, so I'm like, so I told him, I said, so if I had a 3DS or I had a system, you know, and uses this, and I had it for five years, and I had all my games on there, and I had all my saves on there, and all of that for five years, and that's all I played, and then it either broke or got stolen from me. Okay, but for some reason, I still had the SD card, like I found it or whatever. You're saying that there would be no way that I'd ever be able to play my save games over again. Or load my save games. And they're like, no, you wouldn't be able to. Man. I'm like, that is the dumbest thing in the world. Nintendo so is, is not good with the online stuff. No, it, 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 they're just so... like I, That is just, to me, it's just so stupid. That is such a stupid thing to do. Yeah. I mean, it's an SD card. Well, like, what, what, what harm am I going to do by putting it into... You know, putting it into another person's 3DS, loading up my profile so I can play a game. Yeah. It, it's so dumb. It's so, it's so, Nintendo has their stuff so like super protected and yet not at all. Like they're, they're to pirate thing, allegedly to pirate things on a, on a 3DS or a, a DS or whatever, allegedly, it is so easy, allegedly. It like there's a it's a matter of a QR code that you scan that you when you find somewhere online allegedly, and like that versus this encrypted nonsense that's like impossible to transfer saves over. Yet the games themselves can be just like swapped around like nothing allegedly. Like what's the deal with that? Like they don't they don't under yeah they do not understand how online stuff works at all. Like it, it. they come up with the, oh yeah, friend codes. Fr- yeah, I'm gonna remember this 16 digit code to tell my friend. Sure, yeah, thanks. That that works. Thank you, Nintendo. Exactly. Ridiculous. Exactly. It's just it's just so it's so like unnecessary. It really is so unnecessary. Yeah. For it, it just so. Um, but needless to say, so I'm restarting Monster Hunter Generation on my <laughs> Switch, which I will say right now. Look, <laughs> looks absolutely beautiful. It looks gorgeous. It oh, really right does. Um, from going from a 3DS screen to a Switch screen mm-hmm. and seeing the... Uh, I, I don't want to say that they updated updated graphics, but it does look very pretty. I mean, everything okay. is a lot more crisp. The lettering is more more crisp. You don't have that... I hated the 3D function. I couldn't stand it. I never used the 3D function. I don't oh, know okay. anybody that actually ever did use the 3D function. I did. Um, <laughs> a little so, bit. <laughs> but you get rid of that. Oh, you did? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Uh, so you get rid of that blur. Mm-hmm. You know how there's a little bit of a blur. Yeah, yeah. You completely that's completely gone. So nice. it's very pretty. So that's, that's awesome. what I've been playing. Cool. But to uh, get into yeah, to get into our first topic though, um, so we we ended last week about uh, Cyberpunk 2077. You were so mad. And 
if you look at the, huh? You were so mad. You were so angry about mad. Gamescom and Cyber. You're like, oh, this motherfucker. Oh, I was. <laughs> oh, I, I was. I was pissed. <laughs> I was pissed. Like, it, I think I was as pissed as at Cyber Cyberpunk 2077 as I was today with with Nintendo, <laughs> um, and vice versa. Um, so even fact, even if you look at the title of our last podcast, which is on iTunes and Podbean and Spotify and Google, so please go and download the other uh, episodes if you haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, it basically is Gamescom 2018 and what's up with Cyberpunk. <laughs> so that was kind of like my hook, yeah, you yeah. know, of what's going on. So I mean, I was I was still even what it took what four days for us to edit and, <laughs> yeah. and all of that or something like that, mm-hmm. and put it on there. And I was just like, I just I still cannot let this go. Like I even <laughs> listened to I so I always listen to what we've what we recorded before I post it. Uh huh just to make sure we didn't miss anything or whatever. Cause I know, but Steve, you do a great job editing it. Oh, thank um, you. I don't think I've ever made any changes to it. Um, but, uh, but no, I do listen to it and I'm just like, like and it just got me all riled up again. <laughs> like I was just like, no. So, um, so what was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. Uh, their Twitch stream comes up. And it's saying data transfer and has all these encrypted code or what looks like encrypted code mm-hmm. on their Twitch. Uh, this is CD Projekt Red, the makers of, of uh, Cyberpunk 2077. And they unveil the 48-minute trailer from E3. Yes. And the- Gamescom or whatever you want to call it. That was that was made specifically so for the, f- that was made for the um, for press that 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 private screener that they did for press. So everything yeah. that we had heard about Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven before now came from this video. Ish. This video. Yeah. Uh, so before, be, besides feeling sheepish, um, <laughs> uh, I I uh, I was very happy that this came out. Uh, in fact, Steve, you were the one that posted it on our Discord. Join our Discord, mm-hmm. uh, the Save Point Podcast Discord. You will find and out about all this stuff said, as soon as it as soon as it comes out. I'll be posting it. So if you want to be, if you want to have your finger on that hot gaming pulse, join our Discord. <laughs> yes. So you posted it, and I watched it, and Steve, you watched it. I did. So. I'm going to give my impression first, if that's cool. Yeah, go for it, man. Okay. So my impression was uh, for the first about 12 minutes. So they showed like a mission and then they showed like the home of the, of the one female mm-hmm. uh, character that they were playing. V. Um, and then her walking around. Yeah. V. Uh, walking around. Um, like the marketplace and the yards or whatever. It's a very interesting city. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like it, it seems like it's high up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it would be in the clouds to me because there's like levels. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you actually got down to the ground level, I was kind of interested in that. Um, it kind of just reminded me of really any type of any other shooter. You know, any type of first person shooter with a with a story hook. You know, to get you going. I absolutely love the colors, though. I loved, um, um, I loved CD Projekt Red on the fact that they don't like to censor themselves. Right. You know, um, you know, I mean, and it's not, you know, it's not fuck this and fuck that every other word. But I mean, there, I mean, there, there's language to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes it, I think, more believable in the type of setting that they're trying to go. Uh, I mean, the the cyborgs that they were showing that are in the bathtub were nude. The one person that you had to re- rescue, I mean, she was completely topless or mm-hmm. completely nude, mm-hmm. um, and they didn't hide it, um, which is, you know, those jiggle physics. <laughs> but ah, um, uh, yes, <laughs> yeah, jiggle physics, bringing it back. Every every episode. Every episode. Um, so I felt that there was a very real rawness to it. Like they're they're not they're not going to downgrade it to just play to censors. They're like, this is the game that we want to put out. And fuck it, we're going to put it out the way we fucking want to do it. Mm-hmm. Is kind of the attitude that I got for it mm-hmm. from it. 
So I did that. Um, I thought when it opened up, when you actually got into the car and drove around, I thought that was pretty cool because then you actually saw the scope of the world. Like you started to really see like the scope of how big this city is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the part that drew me. Uh, so the scope, the colors, and the rawness of it are what really caught me on it. The downside to it, it doesn't say groundbreaking to me yet. Okay. Like there's nothing that I haven't – there's nothing in the missions that they did where I haven't been like, yeah, okay, I could see that happen. And like not like – like the thought that I had in my head was this is what, ha- this is what they have after 10 years. <laughs> you know okay like not bad right i mean it's not bad but i mean it's like this this is what they're showing us after 10 years and i know that they may be just piecing it to us mm-hmm. um it, it intrigues me to keep going forward but it's not something that i'm like jumping out of my seat as far as story goes for me right now um but the colors the sheer size and the rawness of the detail and, and all of that, I really do. I really did enjoy. So, so that's my take from it. Okay, good. <laughs> I mean, that sounds good. Uh, <laughs> well, good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you approved, Steve. Yeah. Well, good job on your opinion. <laughs> we should all have one. Uh, so, okay. Yes. I, I totally get where you're coming from. Um, I did. Uh, so this is 48 minutes. So this is, this is quite a bit. Um, this is a long, it's a, it's a long, you know, trailer. If you want to call it a trailer, it was like a, a demonstration. Um, and as a demonstration, it was more like a vertical slice than I think realistic gameplay, which they had the, like the, the announcer say over and over, like, this is a work in progress. Everything you're seeing may change all that kind of stuff. But, you know, mm-hmm. taking, taking that out of it, the art style was absolutely amazing. That this is a world that I want to live in. I want to be here for hours and hours and hours, just like I love the Fallout world. What I've already, the 48 minutes I've seen of this world, I want to be in there. I want to, to look in every nook and cranny and see what's there. It looks incredibly interesting. Um, it, it's that science fiction-y world that is grounded in a way that it's logical, right? Like sometimes you get into a sci-fi world and it's just like, you know, people with stuff stuck on their face and like funny colors where normally it would be normal colors and that's all that they do. This world, I mean, you got these people with these implants everywhere and like this funky style because of the implants. Like, mm-hmm. like the, the, your main character V, when they show her, half her head is shaved, right? She's got this cool like hair that falls over one side. It looks really awesome. But then in that side that's shaved, you can see like the little implants and stuff over there. So there's function there. Like it, it all kind of, the world kind of makes sense. And seeing as how the Cyberpunk 27 77 is based on a pen and paper role-playing game called cyberpunk 2020 um those role-playing games usually have really good story because it's that's all it is 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 story so Mm -hmm. that i was super impressed with the fact that it took place during the day was also super impressive the only other cyberpunk type media that's ever been good is usually dark right like Mm -hmm. the original blade runner Blade Runner 2049. They're very, like, dark movies. You know, it really kind of stuck, and I didn't say this in mind, but with you saying that, Mm -hmm. it kind of reminds me a bit, not of 2017's, but of the 1995 film, Ghost in the Shells. Yeah, okay, totally. Yeah, yep. Um, Yeah, you got it. Uh, So uh, that, uh, okay, the... The one thing that technically I was impressed, well, there are two things that I was technically impressed with, like technically is in like as a video game person, the crowds. Um, I've seen bigger crowds, but this was a more realistic crowd when she walks out on this marketplace and there's people around and there's some people standing and talking, some people walking, some people shopping. It looked real. It didn't look like it was shoved together with a bunch of like copied people just like, you know, mashing back and forth. It wasn't completely empty. It was like, it made sense for that space, which was which yeah, was impressive. There was, there was no duplicates. I didn't see any duplicate people. 
Right, which is super impressive, especially a game like this. Like yeah. maybe it could be for this demo, they took all thirty of their different people and shoved them like together, and like now yeah, you only true. see copies of those thirty people in the rest of the game. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, but hey, you never know. They are putting their best foot forward. But that was really cool. The other thing, there were no load screens. You got into the game, and that was it. And and. You know, it's impressive in a big world where you have these big open spaces and you're running around. That's cool. Then you go into a building, you get a load screen. Now you're in a building, right? That didn't happen with this game. They were going inside a building, outside of buildings, up and down elevators, going on roads in the car, back into buildings, up down. There's a, there appears to be a lot of verticality in the world, which is amazing. That being said, I didn't get the grand scale of a city. I got a district. Like it felt like a small piece of a bigger puzzle. And that could be that maybe the game, you know, kind of locks you into these different districts and that's where the loading screen is between the different districts or something. Cause it's only supposed to take place in this one, as far as I know, this one city, night city, um, which we didn't see it at night. Very interesting. Um, but it, it felt like, like you were in a district of a city, like, like a borough, like in New York, you have mm-hmm. the boroughs, right? Like it felt like one mm-hmm. borough of a bigger thing. And, um, maybe that was on purpose. Um, or maybe that was a way to hide the true size of the city of like, yeah, the city's huge, but you only get this one neighborhood and we'll give you another neighborhood after you level up enough. I don't know. This is all alpha. You know, we just saw this one piece combat, typical shooter, um, done well. All of the, the special cyberpunky stuff that they threw in there with like ricocheting bullets and like crazy arm things and, and, uh, you know, seeing through wall, all that kind of stuff that we've seen in like Deus Ex. Um, mm-hmm. it all fits into this world perfectly. It all makes sense. Um, the scene where she gets her eye implant put in, I thought it was really cool. I'd, I'd, you know, read explanations of that scene and actually being able to see it was really neat. She gets her eye plucked out and then a mechanical eye put in and, uh, and that was cool. And then she had the thing like being done to her hand that would, so then when she, uh, it was this upgrade, right? So she upgraded this upgrade to her hand so that when she grabbed a weapon, now it appeared in her HUD with the, like the, the, um, like her ammo count and that kind of thing and like a crosshair or something special. The drugs, um, it's very rare in a game that you get to see casual drug use. Casual drug use, uh, in sex, you don't see in video games too often unless it's very, very specific and kind of exploitive. Yep. This would just fit in the world. If there's nudity in this game, it's part of the world. It's nothing special. Like sometimes people don't have their shirts on or sometimes they don't have their pants on. That's the way, that's the way the world is. Here, take this medication. Also in the same kind of container, here's a drug that'll do some crazy thing to you. Awesome. Cool. That's part of the world. Let's roll. You know, that's impressive. That, that's, that's what I was saying with the rawness. That's why I meant with the rawness of the world. Mm-hmm. It, it is just the, um, this is the world that we're creating. Uh, and that's why I said the phrase that I said, it's that CD Projekt Red came out and said, we're going to do it our fucking way. And the fucking way is going to be this fucking way, mm-hmm. you know, you know, pardon. But I mean, that's that's the impression that I get from them. Um, there's a so it's, there's just a lot of liberties with a lot of things that they're taking. And and I like it. Um, this is why I said, I you know, you, you kind of said something, too, that I want to kind of bounce off also. But. I like this world. I like this type of world. Um, it is the. It is not a cookie cutter. Oh, we're going to be nice and and all that. No, this is this is a world that we're creating. And you know what? The funny thing is, we're not that far from it. <laughs> we're I mean, really take, not. Take a. I mean, take away the whole cyborg and and cyberpunk and and all of that thing. But you go to some of these boroughs of some of these just dilapidated cities or whatever like that to see random drug use, to see people, mm-hmm. you know, this is what you have to go and do this. The swearing, the the, the rawness of it mm-hmm. is there. Um, to, to walk down know, an alley and, and, and know that you're not welcome there just by the looks people give you. Like I can totally see that in this in this game. You walk down the wrong alley, and people are just like, "What are you doing here?" You know, and that's that's real. That's what happens in big cities. And, and, or and, and that's saying it the nice way. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that, the that's saying it. The, yeah, that's saying the nice way. What are you doing here? Um, so just you know, like I said, I, I really like the Loranas. The other thing too is I did notice that when they first got in the car and they started driving off, and you do see that verticality. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if you can go there. I would yeah. love to be able to say, 
I can go to that part of the city. I can go to any part of the city that I want to, and I can actually put myself there. And I can photo myself there, and I can prove that I've stood there. Yeah, um, that'd be impressive. So I think that that would be – so if you had to give a – uh, rating. What what would you say? You know, from from mediocre. What what's your final thought on it? I don't want to say give like a, a number rating or anything like that. <laughs> but what, what what is your final thought? Uh, my my final thought is I am I am still highly anticipating this game. There was there was nothing that I saw that gave me any trepidation that made me worried at all. Um, the give more. Give me more. You you already have my money. You know, you have not shown me anything bad. If all that I got was this demo, I would pay money for it to just play in this world. They've already sold a copy. So, th- yeah, they've already, th- that's my final thought. They've already sold a copy of this game. Nice. Um, I, I totally agree with you on that. Um, I want more. I want to see more. Uh, like I said, the story is not a story that I don't think we haven't seen before. Maybe just in different context or detail, we'll see differently. Um, and then obviously, once again, I keep using that word raw. I just, I think that that's the best way to describe this. I love the rawness of this. I love just, just the, this is the game that we're making and uh, this is the game that we're going to make. And this is what we're going to say. This is what you're going to see. This is what we're going to do. You you can Um, definitely tell when I love that. And I do want more. You can tell when developers are true to their vision. Bethesda all the time, Mm -hmm. CG project, CD project red, same thing. They are true to their own vision and yeah. it shows in their work and it makes it, you know, outstanding. Yeah. They're not, they're not selling out to a competitor Definitely or not. I don't want to say competitor. They're not selling out to, to somebody to just to cater to it. Um, and that's what I like. And, that, and that's how I feel about it. I would love to go back. I actually, I'm going to go back and I'm going to watch it probably two or three or 300 more times um, <laughs> before it comes out. Nice. <laughs> so, um, so to move on to, to our other, um, other thing that we're coming out with or the other topic that we want to talk about, uh, we are kind of, once again, and, and this is this is just a guilty pleasure for me, and I know that in future episodes there will be guilty pleasures, uh, especially I'm thinking when Fallout 76 comes by uh, for <laughs> Steve, but I have been looking forward to Spider-Man since it was announced in 2016. Uh, I am a sp- huge Spider-Man uh, fan. Um, in fact, it was funny um, when I was younger uh, and we were in high school and our friends, yes, high school, uh, and we were friends. We would talk about who would be who or whatever like that. I was always Spider-Man. I didn't care what everybody else was. I was Spider-Man. They're like, but we're looking at a DC universe. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> you know? It's uh, amazing. So, I mean, it's just, I mean, I just, I love spider absolutely love Spider-Man. So obviously I'm so forward looking to this game. The the more that I'm finding out about it, um, just the the web swinging. They came out with these videos of web swinging um, videos. You know, just people just taking five ten minutes and just swinging around the city, and that, and that's what I want to do. So so one of the big things and one of the big draws for this game that everybody keeps talking about is the suits. Mm-hmm. So Insomniac has confirmed that there are 26 suits in the game, at least 26 suits in the game. Then they also have confirmed that there's going to be three DLCs. The DLCs are going to contain, obviously, stories and, and all of that other fun stuff and collectibles, but those are going to contain more suits with an S. Okay. So there's really not a number that they've come out with with total, including DLC. Now... What they have done is they've only announced four suits. Okay. So there's still 22 more suits that we don't know about right now. Ooh, if not more. Have they said if they are? That is a lot of suits. Have they said if they are like suits that they have made specifically for the game, or are they suits from the the canon comics of of Spider-Man? Do we have any idea? I think they're. They might be both. So okay. the one suit with the the one suit that you get in the game, you don't start out with it, but the one suit that you get with the white one that they redesigned for the game, mm-hmm. that's a new suit from Insomniac. Okay. But they have announced uh the Iron Spidey suit, okay. which is already existing. Um uh, mm-hmm. they have announced the uh how you say it, Noir Noir? Noir suit. 
yeah, okay. I can never say that correctly. The Noir suit, which is already in existence. Um, the wrestler suit um, that they have announced for when he was a wrestler. Okay. So right in the beginning. So they've announced that. So, yeah, I think they're, ta- they're doing homages to the previous suits. Those are some deep so cuts. I think that, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. So I think what we want to do uh, is, or what we're going to do is we're going to go through our top five suits that we would want to see in the game. Okay. Now, I can go through mine and see we can wait till next week to unveil yours, or we can do both here. What do you feel like that we want to do? Why don't you Why don't you go through yours and I'll just uh, I'll just throw my comments in uh, as needed and then if we have time we'll we'll do mine. Sounds good. Sounds good. So my number five suit, okay, my number five suit of all time that I would want to see in this game is the Spider-Man Stealth Suit. So the Spider-Man Stealth Suit was created to combat Hobgoblin Sonic Screams, uh, and the suit warps light and sound around it, rendering it invisible. Ooh. Okay. So there's two types of them, actually. So there's two types of of the stealth suit. So basically, it's a full black suit, and it has outline of a spider, uh, very uh, cru- I don't want to say crudely, but very kind of vaguely on it. And mm-hmm. those part outlines of the spider actually glow with the eyes. They glow. That looks cool. Um, I, I just googled it. That looks really neat. Yeah. Uh, now, did you Google the one that uh, that has the red neon or the green neon? Um, I can, two of them. I can see pictures of both, red and green, and they both so, they both look awesome. Yeah. I really, really want it to be the green one. It will be. Okay. I'm sure yeah, it will I'm, be. It looks I'm cool. hoping. I, so that one would be the one, and I, and I just think that um, it's just a cool-looking suit. Um some people call it the Tron suit or get it mixed up with the Tron suit, which kind of looks very, very similar. Mm, I uh, but I don't want the Tron suit. I think they would. I don't think they would call it Tron because then I think you got to pay Disney. Oh, it's, I mean, uh, well, I mean, Disney kind of already has a piece of Spider-Man, so <laughs> who knows? Kinda, yeah. <laughs> so you never know. But I think they're going to call it the Stealth suit. So that's my number five suit. And if, my if, number. If I can interrupt you ahead. real quick, they they did say that every suit has its own like stats or upgrades or whatever. So mm-hmm. I could totally see them saying this is stealth suit and it's good against sonic attacks or, or whatever. So that totally makes sense to me in, in the context of this game to have this suit in there and have that be its special ability. I agree. I think, I think it would have some type of same ability to that something of, of either wave or, or something like that. Cause especially if they have something like hobgoblin in there or, or somebody that uses sonic waves and all of that mm-hmm. um, in there. It could be really useful. Uh, let's see. My number four suit is um, the Superior Spider-Man suit. Okay. Okay. Uh, Superior Spider-Man, this is when Doc Ock or Ock, uh, took over Peter Parker's body and decided to take over Peter Parker's role as a superhero, such as he redesigned the original super or the original Spider-Man costume, switching the black or the blue to black and alternating the design of, to a black spider logo, belt, gloves, boot, mask, and more goggle design for the mask lenses. After the original was ravaged in battling the spider slayer, Octavius redesigned the suit again, distancing himself from Peter's classic design. If anybody wants to know where I'm looking this up, this, there's a Marvel database of all of this. I don't want to get this information wrong, mm-hmm. so that's why I'm reading off of it. So if anybody wants to credit, this is all coming from the Mar- Marvel database. So just put in marvel.com, and you can be able to find uh, these things. I just wanted to throw that out there, so I'm not. this is not my own things that I'm writing down. <laughs> um, a replica of both the first and second versions of the suit can be seen among the storage and suits found in Peter Parker's personal lab in Parker Industries. Later, Peter donned a further upgraded version of the suit to use in his vendetta against Itsy Bitsy. Itsy Bitsy. Okay. Yes. And now, is this does this um, suit have the the four arms coming out of the back? Yes. And is that what you'd like to see in the game? Yes, I would. Awesome. I like to. I would also like to see the webs under the armpit. Oh, armpit webs. Yes. Armpit webs. <laughs> um, so I've always had a thing for like like points, like sharp edges. Uh-huh. I always kind of like that in designs. I always think that that looks cool. So so that's one. Um, this one, I think 
so there's a lot of gadgets. I think maybe the the cost to put together gadgets or grenades or something like that would go down. Okay. Um, or the cost of it. That's why I think that this suitability. If I had to pick an ability for this one, I think that that that's what that would be. I wonder if they would do something with mobility because of the extra arms. You said Iron Spider is already in there, and that is if anyone who's seen Infinity War, that's Iron Spider with the with the four uh, arms coming out of the back. And if this one's similar, they could. I mean, I'm not going to say it's just going to be a, a reskin, but if they did something with those arms, they could reuse it with this design. Like if there was, mm-hmm. um, you know, whatever animations that they would use for web slinging or or whatever, um, they could reuse with this suit. And it does have a different look. It looks I like the the black with like the red highlights. It looks cool. It's an it's a neat looking suit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, good deal. Good number four. Yep, right on. Number yep. So number three, and just this is just because this is one of my other secret things that I like. Um, Peter Parker, and it's the Earth twenty one forty nine. Also, also known as Zombie Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, All right. Little is detailed about uh, Spider-Man's life before Zombie Plague arrived in Earth 2149. However, it can be, be presumed, once again, this is Marvel, the Marvel wiki uh, for Spider-Man, uh, can be presumed that it followed as much as the same path as Earth 616 uh, counterpart. He was swinging through New York, spotted Spidey of uh, Spidey spotted the Avengers having an altercation with an appear, uh, apparently Ash Williams holding a chainsaw and shotgun. <laughs> he swung down to help them, which which point uh, uh, which at, was at point um, Colonel America asked him to war- wrap Ash up, webbing, and take him away, which he did. However, Ash was carrying through the city, and basically he was infected and became a, he became a Zombie. Okay. So it's a zombie Spider-Man, and the suit is—it's ripped. It kind of—it kind of reminds me of. Uh, do you ever look at the Weapon X um, suit that Wolverine had, where everything was ripped off and like his hair was halfway coming out of the mask and all oh, of that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's kind of what this is. I mean, it's a zombie fight Spider-Man. Um, I would like to see it. Um, That'd be cool with like like a I really don't know. triple it health would. or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, let's see. As far as I don't really know what like what would be. I'm trying to think of what would be a power for this one. I, I'm not really too sure what an ability for a zombie. Um, Just I mean either extra health or invincible. Even like if it's one of the last ones you unlock and it's kind of like a. You know, an, an old or like the old school invincible cheats or whatever. Like, oh yeah, you're a zombie now, so nothing can hurt you. Yeah. You know, maybe something like that. It could be. Um, could be. Or uh, uh, I don't know. I just think it would look cool to be swinging around as a, as a zombie. Yeah, it would just look cool for sure. Yeah. So. Um, especially if they had like pieces of his suit like flapping in the wind, like as he's web slinging and stuff, and then he turns around, he's just got the teeth with no lips and the bottom half of his mask ripped off. Absolutely. Oh, it would just look cool. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, what if the ability was that you can zombify the whole the whole New York City by biting people? Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> Uh, it could be fun. It's like a zombie mode, like, like a, a reverse around. zombie mode. Like yeah. instead of having everyone be a zombie and you get to kill willy nilly, it's you were trying to infect the entire mm-hmm. New York. That'd be fun. That'd be fun to do. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. And so I went back and forth with these last two. Um, I picked number two. Because of, there's one thing on the number one one that really kind of makes me want it as number one. Okay. Uh, if it didn't have this, then it wouldn't be number one. This this one would be my number one, and that's the Future Foundation costume. Ah, um, okay. The one reason I want that one is just because of what it looks like. I've always liked I've always always liked black and white, um, you know, type sort of costumes where the whole thing is white and then you have black logo or design to it. Um, this was given to Spider-Man upon joining the Future Foundation as part of Johnny Storm's last will and testament. Most members of the Future Foundation own a costume with the same function as Spider-Man's. The costumes, uh, the costumes have a white and black color scheme and is made of the third generation unstable molecules. Um, let's see. 
this is one of the kind of like the funny things. Um, a future foundation costume can never get dirty as may, as it is made with a new generation of unstable molecules and has the same body technology that allows him to change his costume to his classic red or blue or civilian clothing with just a thought. Oh, that's awesome. So that's really cool. Yeah. So the, the thing that I would think the ability with this one is that I think maybe you move quieter or you have better stealth because there is a stealth mechanic to taking down enemies and warehouses and all of that. Oh, okay. So like you can climb and you can kind of like Batman Arkham Asylum and Arkham City and all of that. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, you can go back and forth and people can, so it just, I think maybe it just hides you better. Um, so I think that that ability would be in it. Um, and I just, I just really, really, really like the way that that one looks with the white and the black eyes and then the, the black spider and, and all that. I just, I just think it looks great. Even the, the spider now, itself, one. hold on just real quick on this last one, the, the spider itself on his chest, I'm looking at the different artwork and it kind of looks like two, um, one, two, three, four, five hexagons, um, with the arms coming out of him. It's just, it's so stylized and it's so striking to look at. I would love to see that on the screen. That would that would look really amazing, and Absolutely. it's also inverted. Like there's mostly white with the black spider, and I've seen a lot of black with the white spider as well. So even if at the Correct. touch of a button you could just flip them back and forth, that would be awesome. Yeah, I just I just think that the, just the look of it is so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I wanted this one to be number one. Like I went back and forth for about four days, <laughs> um, whether or not this one's going to be number one or not. Uh-huh. Um, but here's my number one. And I don't think that this one's going to happen for two reasons. One, because I don't think that this person's in the game. And two, it makes Peter Parker evil. What's that? It makes Spider-Man evil. And that is Spider Spider Carnage. Spider Carnage. So Spider Carnage is a – yes. Spider Carnage is an evil villain and alter ego of Ben Riley in the comic – in the comics and the alter ego and alter – and an alternate Peter Parker in Spider-Man the Animated Series. He serves as the main antagonist in the fifth and final season of the show, and consequently the show's final antagonist. So basically it's a version of Spider-Man as Carnage. Okay. But once again, I don't think... If there was going to be a like a end-all, be-all... And this is why it made it number one. There was going to be an end-all, be-all surprise costume with that makes it basically makes you invincible. Mm-hmm. It would be the, this one. I think that this one would have strength, um, the velocity to it, web crawling, web shooting, um, just just a traversal, just just all of that. I think it would just because it's a carnage, it, you know, it's a carnage symbiote. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's. That's what would be it. So, so you, you brought up a good point there. So, and that is, you know, this costume would essentially not, he wouldn't be Peter Parker anymore. He'd be a different character, an evil character. And so that, that brings in a question. If these suits are, are only for the player or if they make sense in game, because if this is a Spider-Man that's been around for a while, in the story, it could be that he's got he's worn other suits, or during the course of the story, when you unlock these things, maybe they unlock during gameplay. And there's like, oh yeah, well I need a suit to do X Y Z. Well, I got to go back to my old suits, and I'm going to tinker, tinker, tinker because I'm Spider Man and I'm smart. Now I have a new suit, and that kind of unlocks the suit. Um, you know, we don't know. So if these suits are, this is Peter Parker wearing a suit then I unfortunately, I don't think this one would work. If it is, here are unlocks for the players to be cool, then the suit totally has a chance, I think. Correct. Correct. So so those are my five. Those are my five that I have. Awesome. Um, and I think we're kind of running out of time here. So maybe... Steve, if you want to give yours next week, you know, I I think I can next, uh, episode. I think I can give mine now, just because I haven't done like the full research that you have with, with like things to talk about. Okay, um, I think I can run through them because I don't even have like five written down. But this is here's here's my five. Let me let me go back. I want to okay. see um I want to see Ben Riley Spider Man, which is the Spider Man costume where it looks like he's wearing a sweatshirt with torn off sleeves. <laughs> And like the hood up, yep. I think I, I have a soft spot for that I one. I wonder if that's going to be close to the wrestler one. Uh, it could be. Yeah, 
Yeah, it could be. It could be close. There's not. There's really not like a lot of. Okay. Yeah. Um. The uh Spider-Man 2099, which is one that has been around for a long time, and it's been in a lot of other Spider-Man games because the whole 2099 thing was. That was a big Marvel thing a while back. It was like, oh, you know, 100 years in the future, what's, you know, the Marvel universe going to look like? And there's, you know, Spider-Man 2099. It's it's an interesting looking suit. I kind of like it. The classic okay. um he's where he's wearing a Fantastic Four costume and a bag over his head. <laughs> I don't I don't know what that suit's called, but I've you seen know, that around. So, do, do you know the whole thing behind that? I I want to say the whole like reason I want to say um, Spider or Peter Parker needed to be Spider Man, but he didn't have a suit. But he went to the Fantastic Four for some reason, so he had to borrow a costume and then put the bag over his head. Something along those lines. Am I close? It, it was something that. So none of the none of the Fantastic Four costumes had a mask. Oh, that's right. They okay, don't back then. <laughs> so none of them had a mask. And he wanted to keep his identity secret. I actually found a picture for you. I can send it to you. Um, and so, yeah, so he didn't have any shoes uh, and he didn't have a mask. Okay. So, um, so he has no shoes on and he put a paper, he put a paper bag over his head so he could protect his, his identity. Yeah. I totally want to see that in the game just for laughs. Like, it, I mean, just cause it's so different and it's so bizarre and like the, the average person won't know what's going on. And if every suit has like a little entry of like why the suit is the way it is, that would be a fun way to like get people to introduce like, Oh, Hey, check out comics. Look at crazy stuff happens in the comics. It's fun. You know? So, um, mm-hmm. so that's what, that's number that three. Would be, that would be an awesome suit to have in there. Yeah. Oh man. That'd be so much fun. Okay. Um, I really liked, and this is going into, like, I kind of want to say that like, Every movie version of Spider-Man will be in there just because there's so many, I mean, 27 plus DLCs. Um, but one that I would really want to see, I was really impressed with in Spider-Man Homecoming, Peter's homemade costume, which again, kind of has the sweatshirt with the sleeves. Um, but his eyes were really impressive. Like he's got these goggle eyes that kind of, mm-hmm. um, the apertures open and close on them. Um, I, I always really like that homemade Spider-Man look. So even if it's not that one, but if it is another like homemade style Spider-Man costume, um, they did it in, um, Spider, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Um, I don't know if they did it in the Amazing Spider-Man. I don't remember the Andrew Garfield one, but I would like to see. I don't, I don't remember it either. Yeah. I don't, I want to say it wasn't in there. I think they kind of glossed over that, but I want to see like a homemade spider costume. I think that would be really awesome to see. doesn't matter which version of it. That would be awesome. Okay. And, uh, and let's see. Number one, I mean the, the, the black costume that, that design is so cool. And I know it's so iconic to Venom now, but when Spider-Man first wore it, it was such like, it was so strikingly different. It was the secret war. He needed it because his regular costume got destroyed while he was out in space. And so they had to get a space tailor to give him a new costume. And only later did it turn into like, oh, it's an alien symbiote and blah, 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 Venom, that whole story. But first it was just like, here's a costume that you can wear. It's all black. You've got the white spider on it and it can it can it can morph it can change so maybe in game mechanics wise um kind of like some of the other some of the stealth ones it could do a stealth thing or you could change mm-hmm. into civilian clothing like at the touch of a button or something um it, it could be interesting it's so iconic and you know if the game doesn't have venom in it at all and if if these costumes are just for fun that one's got to be in there um if the costumes in the game are you know story related then i don't think it has a chance unless venom or a version of Venom is in the game. Correct. I just, I, I, I agree with you. I, I just, I absolutely, got, I, I love just that look. Just, just, I don't know what it was. I just, or what it is about it. It's just, it's so eye catching. Like the, yeah. you know, the, the way the no Spider-Man obviously is, is the red and blue, mm-hmm. but to see this. And the funny thing is that, you know, it, it also kind of separates those people that really do know story and back of, of Spider-Man uh, and do know mm-hmm. a little bit of history because if they do see the future foundation suit and they look at him and they say, Oh, that's the venom suit. You're like, no, no. it's not. 
not even close. <laughs> no, no, it's not even close. Yeah. Um, so it kind of separates out those people. Uh, and not, believe me, the last thing I am is a Spider-Man expert or anything like that. Believe me, there's there's way more, a hell of a lot more people that know a lot, a hell of a lot more than what I do. Sure. Um, about Spider-Man, but it just. I just, I just, I, I, I just can't see that type or a, a black and white suit of some sort not making it into the game. Yes, hundred so, yeah. percent. And I will be, believe me, I will be. My so there's, you know, looking at the game, there is going to be certain things. Obviously, you want to complete the story and all of that, but I, I am just so looking forward to suit hunting. Mm-hmm. Cause you gotta, you gotta find all of these things and, and however the mechanics work for it. It's not just like, oh, you do this part now suddenly this unlocks the suit. No, you actually have to craft it. You actually have to get the things to craft the suit. Okay. So, yeah. So, um, as far as that, how that whole mechanic, they really didn't go particularly deep into it, mm-hmm. but it's not just going to be like, oh, here's a new suit. Now you can use it. No, you you get the blueprint for it or you get a way to, to make it and then you make it. Now, whether or not they unveil what it looks like or um, you can see what it looks like before you make it, mm-hmm. I really hope you can't see what it looks like before they make it. So they're like you secret know? unlock, like, hey, collect, you know, 20 gears and 15 servos and some fabric, whatever it is. And then you go into the cinematic and you just see him like sewing and building and then boom, new suit. And it's like a surprise. That would be amazing. Yeah, that that's that's what I and, and believe me that that's going to be if that is part of I obviously I, I really do truly believe that's going to be part of the trophies um, that you try to unlock oh, I'm sure, and all yeah. of that. Um, but I'm just, like I said, I'm just so, God, I'm so looking forward to, to doing that aspect of the game. Like just, even if you can come up and say, this is Spider-Man suit collector, you know, <laughs> it would be, would be a fun game to me. Uh-huh. Um, you know, just the thought of that. So, so that's our segment on the Spider-Man suits that we hope will make it into the game or what we feel should make it into the game. But once again, that game comes out only on PlayStation on November 7th. Uh, which means, Steve, you need to get a PlayStation. Oh, yes. I'll, I'll put that on my list of things yeah, to buy. Yeah, put that on your list. <laughs> um, so we have that. But once again, um, any final thoughts from you, Steve, before we go? Um, let's see. I still looking forward to uh, Fallout 76. Um, I hear tell that a new interview is coming out soon, so we should be getting some more information maybe in time for next week's episode. Yeah, um, I heard that. New Assassin's Creed info is dropping. I'm I'm excited for that as well. Kind of more casually excited. It almost seems like like Origins Plus. Like I don't know. It's there's something about it where I don't. I'm not as hyped for it for some reason. But still a huge Assassin's Creed fan. I will buy it. I will play it. Um. So those those two are heavy on my radar. Um. But yeah, I mean, just just games, man. Games. So so with them saying that we can do private servers. Are we uh, are we going to open up our Discord for people that want to play with us on private servers for seventy six? I think we totally should, and I think we're going to have I a whitelist, and we're going to have to have to like kick people out because there's going to be so many people that want to play with us. Absolutely, <laughs> and they did say we can um, only dream. Yeah, we can only dream. Uh, private servers, but they're not private as in on our own computers. They're still servers that Bethesda is hosting. So you just like. Yes. I don't know, ask for one or you, or they just have so many available or I don't know what, how they're going to do that. Um, or maybe it's like when you start playing, you say, all right, I just created a server, you know, here's the code, come join me. I, we don't know how it works yet, but the private servers are not private as in on your own computer at home. They're still Bethesda servers. So. Correct. Correct. But, so yeah. Um, no, I think that, I think that'll do it for us today. Awesome. Um, my final thought is, um, um, I think Nintendo needs to change their policy so they don't <laughs> piss me off anymore. <laughs> now, um, oh, just, uh, yep. Just, uh, just have fun and, uh, we will see you guys, uh, next week or next time that we release our, uh, our episode and, uh, hopefully one more before Spider-Man does come out. Um, but, uh, if not, uh, check us out on the stream, the Save Point podcast. When Spider-Man does drop, I will be streaming that, hopefully for hours upon hours that night. I will be watching. Um, all right. All right. <laughs> so have a good night. Good night. Good night.